0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM 980 and online at AM980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519 643 2222, or 1 866 354 8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve.
1: Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with uh, Mr. Jamie Weiser this morning. Uh, we are co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented to you by Royance & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, a uh, five-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of London Free Press Best of London, two-time winner of the St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award. We want to thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. Uh, but most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in locally at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255 You can always send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. So don't wait. If you got a burning question uh, about heating, air conditioning, plumbing, please give us a call.
2: Mr. Weisler. Mr. Gilbert. How are you this morning? I'm very good. And yourself?
1: I'm okay. Good.
2: A burning question on a hot day. Exactly. Very good. Nice tie-in. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's
1: working. (laughs) So it's just you and me this morning. That's all right. We can carry the load. We can. Yes. Uh, Peter is in Cornwall uh, at uh, Curling, I think it's the AGM for Curling Canada, and uh, Dan... Our other cohort in crime is has escaped off to Barrie, apparently
2: yes. to do some grandparenting up there. Yes,
1: grandparenting. Yes, yes. The Godfather, the grandfather. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I just want to say Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there this weekend. It's an important weekend for the men around. So yes, absolutely. Uh, any plans? Your kids do anything for you this Father's Day weekend? Uh, yep.
2: Well, There's a barbecue to be had on Sunday, but uh, and what's kind of unique? I'm just a recent grandfather. Oh, uh, that's o- right. Only seven that's months. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, this is my first grandfather Father's Day, but also my son-in-law. This will be his first Father's Day. So, well, that's exciting it's kind of a for neat him. thing. So, I remember my first Father's Day back uh, a couple of days ago. But <laughs> yeah, just a few. <laughs> just yeah. a few. Yes. So,
1: <laughs> how, so yeah. old? how old is your son?
2: My grandson. No, your son. My son is 21. Okay. But it's not him. I said my son-in-law. Oh,
1: oh your oh. son-in-law. Okay. Yes. All right.
2: All right. That's okay. Most people don't listen to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. Yes. Probably and, just not just not well. And you, big plans for the Father's Day? Um
1: I have not been in touch with my daughter so I've been trying to uh, reach out just to see what's up uh, the other uh, the other girls my other girls are um like there's nobody home these oh. days so um one's in Coburg um one's in uh, Seoul Korea right now oh jeez yeah. so she's and not coming home for the weekend she's week, not coming over the weekend and the other one's in Toronto so and then so just it's you know sometimes difficult to connect but yes you know there's, that's what Skype is for, or the
2: phone, and yeah, we will oh, get good. together. Technology bring you together,
1: absolutely, right. absolutely. So, as you realize, it's gotten really hot.
2: It has. I see you've got your flip flops on. So flip flops, yeah. shorts, t-shirt. Yeah. It's all good. A pedicure done this recently too.
1: Yeah, self. Yeah, yeah I do that myself. <laughs> oh, good. 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 And you? And you?
2: Uh, no, I don't do my own pedicure. No. Oh, you? No. Where do you go? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Feet are weird, so are they? Anyway, busy, busy with air conditioning. You know, th- these it's, days? it's since
1: uh, since last week when it turned hot. It really is just like turning the tap on a hose. It uh, we get so many phone calls in at the center. Uh, it unbelievable just the deluge that happens, and you know our guys are they go from zero to sixty, yeah, and
2: nonstop, eh?
1: nonstop. You know, so. You know, whatever they run during a normal day, if they run five calls now, they're probably running, you know, we just, they get three more automatically that we put on them. And, and it's quite a burden on them. But um, they know that usually this is kind of a short-lived time. So, right. uh, you know, although it's, although you're inundated and you don't think you're ever going to come out of it, it usually just ha- this happens for about a week or two and then things will settle in and you, you can get back to managing it
2: in a, in a realistic way. Right. And that has to do with, you know, everyone just starting it up for the first time of the year, getting used to how their system and their house is working with their system?
1: It really does, you know, because that's why on these shows we tell people prior to the heat coming, you know, turn your air conditioner on and just make sure it's working because, you know, you don't want that first hot day to happen and then you turn it on and then you realize, oh, it's it's not cooling, right? Right. So those things, that's that's why we try to give people some insight to that.
2: Well. Mine turned on and worked okay, so did it. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't have to call in my my Roy Inch people yet. But.
1: Well, it's 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 good. It's important, right? It's yes. just oh, absolutely. And so some some uh, little tips on your air conditioner these days. So now that it's running, uh, it's important to keep it clean. Yes. So the easiest way to keep a air conditioner clean is just by simply using your garden hose.
2: You're talking about the outside unit. Yeah.
1: So there's two, obviously there's two parts to an air conditioner. There's the part outside uh, that it's called a condensing unit. Then there's a part above your furnace called the evaporator coil. So the outside part is simply, uh, it it it's it's like your radiator, your car. It's just yes. designed to get rid of heat. So if it gets dirty, it can't get rid of heat so well. Right. So you would just, we don't recommend power washers, just your garden hose. And if you just kind of take that hose and spray it down on a 45 degree angle, you can just wash all those fins. Uh, that'll keep it clean. You can probably do that two or three times during the summer. Uh, you know, as, if you're walking by and you see that it's dirty, because it sucks in a lot of dirt. So we're in that time of year when the when the tree fluff Trees is coming shim- down, yes, right? Yes, and that packs up and gets in them, and then clogs them up. And if they get clogged up, they overheat, and then they just won't
2: cool, right? Yep, that makes sense.
1: So that's one part of an air conditioner. Then if you go to the inside part, the coil, which sits above the furnace, it's important to keep it clean too.
2: And that's not something I can see.
1: Yeah, but it's something you can deal with though. Yes. So the best way to keep that clean is just keeping your filter clean. So changing your filter on an ongoing basis and make sure that regular change outs, you've got a better situation. Right. Yeah. Like for, do do you're in the transmission business. Yes, is there a filter in transmission oil?
2: Yes, there is. On some of them there's two. And and some systems there's even three. Just because cleanliness is next to godliness in 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 our systems and again, In ours as well. Absolutely. Air is the pure more pure your air is, the better you're going to feel, the less stuffed up and clogged up and Right. And allergies and all that stuff. So yes.
1: So where is that filter in a in a transmission?
2: Um, it can be mounted externally, like um, an engine oil-type filter that could be screwed on the outside or something that's hidden up inside the unit when it's bolted together. That makes it non-serviceable, which is a great engineering <laughs> idea, but, <laughs> but that's a whole other subject there. I'm sure
1: that is, yes, because yes, there's very little room to work on a car these there days. There is very little room, yes.
2: But, but most filters in your furnaces are serviceable by... The by the homeowner, right? So that's not something you always need to call in. Well,
1: we, we make them that way. We right. make them we make them serviceable for the homeowners so that they can change them on a regular basis. Right. The only difficulty is, is remembering when it's time to change. Right. Right. So, you know, if if you're using a 1-inch filter, you should you should be doing that every 1 to 2 months, right, changing that filter,
2: especially if you have pets.
1: Yep. If you've got a 4-inch filter, you're probably going to get 3 to 3 to 6 months out of it. And if you've got a five inch filter, you'll get five you'll get six to eight months
2: out of it. And that's just more surface area on the bigger filter, right? That's correct. Yes. More surface area can collect more dirt. Right. Um yes. Yes. And and I know in our house with our filters, once you notice a difference immediately when you change the filter. Immediately. Yes. I mean, well the,
1: the furnace kind of goes uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna go to break and uh after that we'll come back, we'll just talk a little bit more about cooling. Thanks. Well, so let's get by a little help from our friends. Yes, uh, our late great Joe Cocker. So. Yes, yeah. that that song choice was brought to you by Mr. Peter Inch, who's not here. Um, he's reeling now in Cornwall. Surprised he hasn't. <laughs> Surprised the phone's not lighting up and he's calling in.
2: We could have changed that up and put him at last. right? We could would he, have. What yes. he have known? Well, yes, it, <laughs> I would have felt the wrath on Monday. Yeah. Oh, good song choice,
1: though, Peter. Yeah, it really is. And you know, he's getting by with a little help from his friends today because yes. he's not in studio. Yes. So maybe it was an appropriate song choice. Oh, very good.
2: Nice tie-in. For you. <laughs> so you're saying we're
1: his friends? Well, I hope we are. Okay. Good. Yeah. So um, I got a little story to tell you because we got we just got sidetracked, and you're in the automotive business. So yes. um, uh, my wife went to a seminar yesterday, and it was at uh, West Haven Golf Course, yes. and um, she drives a 2007 Ford Edge, and you know she parked it in the parking lot, big parking lot there, and uh, you know she comes out, and there's uh, one of the staff members standing beside her car, and.
2: And That's never good.
1: Well, <laughs> he said to her, is this your car, ma'am? And, and she said, yes. So she's wondering maybe she parked it in the wrong spot or something happened. And then, and then it comes to light that uh, golf ball had ricocheted off the sunroof.
2: Oh, how'd the sunroof make out?
1: It didn't make out very well, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of funny because the the all the all the boys were saying out there, he said, that was some errant shot. They figured it was almost impossible in order for a golf ball to actually hit the car where it was. Wow. Well. But it did.
2: Did she buy lottery tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes when those things happen, right?
1: Yeah. So now the car is in getting repaired and uh, she's got a rental and yeah. Just, you never know, right? No. So, uh, you know, I play I play ball uh, once a week and, you know, you just make sure that you don't park right beside the, the diamond. Right, right beside the fence. For Close th- is not good. Close is not necessarily no. good, especially when that foul tip comes up and lands on your windshield. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, or on your hood. Right.
1: Yes. That's, divot on your hood. That's, that's some hailstone, sir. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we are on the the subject of filters. Yes. And so how? Because this is a car question. So when are you supposed to change a filter for your transmission?
2: Well, every manufacturer is different, and they all have their own recommendations. My personal recommendations are 60,000 kilometers. After 60,000, then it needs to be changed if it's accessible to change. If it's not, then at least try to change the fluid out so you can get at least fresh fluid in there because, like I said, some of the engineering... feeds yeah, have fresh done, fluid
1: through a dirty filter, doesn't...
2: Nope, you are correct. But that's how they design some of these, that we can't change the filter. So it's a planned obsolescence? Correct. Yes, fill for life stuff like that, which right. So then, my my my.
1: So then, here I am, uh, just a, a layman. Yes, don't understand. You know, I I drive the car, put the key in, uh, start it, expect it to go. Yes, I take it into the garage. Uh, like if I take it to someone like Warren in St Thomas, or I've got friends, I've got Hamfords here in London that I use. If I were to take it to them, I just assume that they're going to do that.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes, they, they should be checking that on a regular basis for sure. Um, and they would all be schooled well enough to know whether or not that was a serviceable component or not. Um, but if you go by your service manual, your service manual may mislead you to think that you don't ever have to change it. And that's never, that's in my opinion, once again, is, is not a good idea.
1: But then I, so that I understand if you're repairing a transmission, mm-hmm. changing, putting a new filter in is standard fare Absolutely. for you. Yes.
2: Absolutely, yes. 100%. Yes. It's just part of the service. Part of the service. And quality filter. Name brand quality filter. Like an OEM part. In most cases, yes. Today, we buy OEM parts, yes, for that particular thing. There's an awful lot of aftermarket, sure uh, there offshore product that's just not, the quality is not good. And and I've gone through the same thing in my, my house furnace filter. You know, buy a $5 filter, put it in, you know, check it in a month, and it's buckled upside down, sucked in because it didn't do a good job. You buy a good quality filter. You might pay 15 or $20 for, you know, you know, it's, I look at a month and a half later and it's still there doing its job. Right. So.
1: yeah, Very, very
2: true. Yeah. Okay.
1: I've just, I was just kind of, so then just, I'm going to get a stick in this filter thing for just a second or two. So, um, you know, if it's okay to put the wrong size filter in, right?
2: Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, things are designed a certain way to, to work optimally within that box that they've that they've made. So you put anything other than that, oil or in your case, air can get by the filter and the filter's not doing its job anymore.
1: So I, I bring this up because I go into a lot of homes where uh, they've got maybe a 5-inch filter box, mm-hmm. which is designed to take a 5-inch filter, which would probably cost you $50. Yes. But I only want to spend $20 on that filter that says it's the same size, but the measurements aren't correct. Yes. And you slide it in there and it's fine, but you, you, you can rattle it back and forth.
2: Yeah. Not a good idea.
1: Well, but people don't realize that, well, it, it's in front of the, I said, well, yeah, but air takes air takes the path of least resistance. Yes. So it's going to work its way around that filter. Yes, it will. Much It wants to do that much easier than it can of wanting to go through that filter. Yes, it does. Yeah. So yeah. the correct size is important. You should buy the filter which is designed for the box yes. or for the application that it's used for. Yes.
2: And and they will give you the best performance across the board, right? The, the, because it's designed to fit that application, it's it's going to get the most of your air through that cleaned and the particulates out and dust and pollens and all that stuff. Yeah. And make your house healthy.
1: Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like on any given day, look at the sunshine rays come through your window and that's what the filter's trying to take out, all that dust particles and or the people we used to live with stuff. Yes,
1: so my wife just texted me, and she's she just was suggesting that I, that she parked in the wrong spot, but that was not correct. She parked in she parked in the correct spot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I apologize, and that if 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 I if you thought I did something incorrect, but no, I was just saying that you parked in a spot that you're supposed to, and you still got hit with the golf ball.
2: Yep. Yeah, a proverbial hole in one. <laughs> hole in one. <laughs> edge.
1: So. I'm going to just one more one more one more question on filters. If anybody else wants to chime in on filters, the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. But if your transmission filter is dirty, is that a good thing?
2: No. No, it is not a good thing. If it becomes restricted, it's usually restricted from some sort of failure in the system and then it restricts the operating system after the filter.
1: So then, what would what would happen to your transmission if the if if there couldn't if there was enough oil supply to that the working parts?
2: It would cause overheating, slipping, you know, because it's not able to function as it was designed. And everything today is designed on a very fine line. This is our parameters: A to B, not A to C, A to B. Yes, and and as long as it goes down that line, then we're good. If it falls outside that line, then that's where you inevitably come into trouble. So let's.
1: We'll skip over to heating and air conditioning. Your furnace filter, yep. if it's dirty and you can't get air past it, yep. your air conditioner coil, which sits on top of your furnace, is now going to turn into a great big block of ice. Yes. And uh, no air will go past that. Yep. And you'll see it because you'll see ice at coming at, from the pipes out of the, out of the top of the furnace. You'll see where those air conditioner pipes go in. You'll see them. Actually, there'll be ice all around them. And if you see ice there... The thing inside the furnace is just one big block of ice. Right.
2: Yeah. And then you can end up with uh, bacterial type stuff in that situation, right?
1: Well, eventually it, it would it would form. Yeah. Right. But you'll find ice outside as well. If you look outside, you'll see ice all around the the valves and everything. So that just that only happens for three reasons: you, your filter's dirty, you've got a, a leak in in your system, you've got low charge, or there's a restriction someplace. But we find that filters are the probably the number one cause for that. Right people just aren't people just don't
2: know to change them enough, right right and you guys sell filters at your store
1: yeah, and not just like we 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 carry all standard sizes, but if you have an odd size, we can find it for you like we won't have it in stock on the shelf, but I can probably get it with you to you in two or three days
2: and and preferred name brands
1: yes, we use depending on the filter you have, we'll either have OEM parts. Or we'll have uh, a third-party general filter manufacturer who makes filters for all different brands,
2: right. and we'll have those as well, like a 3M product. 3M yes, 3M filters.
1: similar product. Yes, no. yep. But they will be there'll be like some we get into some odd sizes sometimes. So we have access to all those filters, uh, but we just as I said, we don't carry them on the shelf, but we can get them for you.
2: Mm. Yeah. Not good. It's oh, good to know.
1: Yeah. All right. So we're at the bottom of the uh, the hour, and uh, I better give it back to Christian so he can take us to break. Thank you.
2: You're listening
0: to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve.
2: Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state
0: that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to droom, the underthals developed, tools. we built a wall.
2: Okay, so I'm not familiar with that one there, Mr. Weisler. That's uh, our friends, the Baronet Canadians.
1: Good Canadian group. And what, uh, what, what, what's that? Was that the Big Bang Theory on TV? Say, I don't watch that, so no. maybe that's an issue. It's, uh, it's
2: a humorous uh, sitcom. Okay, well, that got you number two spots this yeah. week. So. Well, I guess second after Peter is better than third after you. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: we do have a call. I'm going to go to the phone, and we're going to talk to Marion. Hello, Marion, how are you?
3: Pretty good, thank you. How are you? Great, thanks. I have a 35-year-old uh, raised ranch home. Okay. It was purchased with electric heat. Yes. Uh, about five, six years ago, I put in a heat pump in the living room, which is working fairly well but not totally efficient. And I have a gas fireplace downstairs, so it's not a huge... I mean, electricity is an issue, but it's not as bad as just having the, the radiators like I have. Right. Um, my question is about putting a gas furnace and the air conditioner in. Okay. Um, I have had a couple of different people tell me... Um, how that may be uh, installed. I do have an unfinished uh, laundry room area that um you can reach under the um kind of the floor above the ceiling of the basement. Right. And I was told um at one time they could thread the um uh pipes through or whatever pop up where the vents would come in in each of the rooms upstairs and then Kind of work out that way, the last fellow told me I'd have to take the entire ceiling down um in my uh, rec room the finished basement downstairs
1: so is it is it a drywalled ceiling Marion uh yes okay so typically um ranch is it at least it's it, it's a it's a it's not as challenging as as a two story like mm-hmm. a like a basement two story yeah. home sure uh, but so like your furnace and air conditioner, they need. There's two main trunk lines that leave the furnace. Mm-hmm. One is supply air, air blowing out of the registers, and the other one's return air, air coming back to the furnace. Yes. So they they typically they typically run along the ax, you know, run along the house, and then from theirs you have your branches for your individual mm-hmm. rooms, right? I
3: have an area that is a small hallway um, going off the main. Uh, Living, living room area, rec area, right. and it goes into a bathroom and then a front bedroom. okay And I was told by the original fellow that a bulkhead could be put in that area because this is a tiny hall of no use, so it could be put in and then uh, filled in, like put drywall around it to make it aesthetically. It, 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 is,
1: it is possible, but yeah. the difficulty we have is... In order to get the runs to where we need them to go mm-hmm. inside the house on the main floor, mm-hmm. like sometimes we have to, sometimes we have to cut the drywall in order to get that in there. Okay. I know that the one fellow is probably going to use flexible pipe to do that with, which isn't my right, first choice. Right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'd rather use solid pipe to do that because yeah. air travels much better.
3: Well, even with my dryer vent, I
1: you understand I, I that? Went,
3: well, I put that myself up. And I put the the stuff that wasn't corrugated. It wasn't easy, but I did it myself it's not easy.
1: But yeah, but it works much better.
3: Oh yeah, and I understand that lint gets caught, and it you know eventually it could be a fire hazard, et cetera. So yes, I understand what you're saying. Now, would the entire ceiling have to come down? Well, not
1: necessarily the entire ceiling. Like we would just take out the pieces where we want that that pipe to go. Yes, yeah. Yeah, You don't have to take the. You shouldn't have to take the entire ceiling. $40,000
3: Forty thousand dollars, and that would not even be putting a, a furnace in, and the house isn't that big. And I thought the whole thing—I didn't quite understand it. But I also didn't understand the fellow that was going to thread everything through and just make one little hole and call it the bulkhead. Didn't seem to make sense either. I was kind of looking something in between <laughs> price-wise. Well,
1: well Marion, if you call—if mm-hmm. um, you call our store, mm-hmm. uh, do you have a pen handy?
3: Uh, yes, I do, actually.
1: If if you call five one nine. Yep. Six eight one.
3: Six eight
1: one. five zero. Mm-hmm. And uh Nicole's there this morning. She'll answer your call. You just say that you're talking to Steve on the radio and you want to book an appointment, and I'll c- i can come out and give you a, a cost on okay. on that.
3: Okay, that would be great. Thank you very much. Okay. Happy Father's Day, everybody.
1: Thank you, Mary, and you, you have Marianne. a great weekend.
3: Bye. Right.
2: Okay. Bye bye. Well that's a great way to meet you in person too.
1: <laughs> it well. Because, you know, it it is radio. Yes. 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 Yeah. No, that's um, certainly the, um, those homes, when when you, the way she's heating now and cooling now, it's okay, but.
2: It's not efficient.
1: Well, it it doesn't, it's not, it's, you have different temperatures in every single room you go in and it's, it's not necessarily comfortable. So when you can put heat or cooling into every single room in your house, that's when a room, that's when something starts to get comfortable now. So, uh, ductwork—you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a lot of work, uh, but in the end, result it's usually a much more
2: comfortable system. Right. And that was a good comparison with the corrugated or the the flexible tubing that for the dryer vent, because yes. everybody's seen that and yes. it does clog up. So you certainly wouldn't want to put something like that for your heating if, well, as the, a the, main.
1: Yeah, the, the flexible pipe. Um, like, so if you put in a five-inch flex, mm-hmm. it is equivalent to a four-inch smooth pipe. So. Uh, air just doesn't travel through it as smoothly. It, right. It it has some turbulence to it. So you, you want air to run as smoothly as you possibly
2: can. And that will trap dirt. Dirt. Absolutely. When that filter doesn't do its
1: job. Here we are talking about filters <laughs> again. Look at you just kind of bump that back in. Yeah, you know. I have to plug the um the MS bike ride which is coming up uh, end of July. Um that's the one uh, from Grand Bend from Grand Bend to London, London to Grand
2: Bend. Are you riding in that?
1: I am. Uh, myself and a, and a co-worker, and we actually have a couple people from um, the U.S. coming down to ride in that as well. So oh, very yeah, good. Looking forward to that. That's so for a good cause. It is, and so that uh, we, I've done that now for a few years. And um, Nathan's coming with me this year. Uh, he's um, he's he's a little concerned because he, he typically ha- hasn't ridden that far before.
2: Oh. Does he have bicycle shorts like you? <laughs>
1: I don't know if he's got bicycle shorts like me. I told him that he'll need some sort of padding uh, if he wants to make the trip more comfortable than without. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's happening for us. We're looking forward to that. Peter also wanted me to plug, we're sitting at 442 people on our uh, Facebook uh, likes. He's trying to get to 500. We're kind of stalling. We just need another 58 people uh, and we'll hit 500. and
2: And he'll be a happy guy.
1: Well, until he puts it to six hundred or seven (laughs) hundred or eight hundred, you know how it works.
2: Yeah, Peter likes goals.
1: Well, no, he he does, right? It it, it works very, very well. Uh, We had a question come in, and we'll just hit this one quick before we go to break. Um, Customer said, "I have a dirt floor uh, in the basement and experience high humidity in the summertime in the house. We have an air conditioner and run two portable dehumidifiers constantly. Is there anything else that I could do to help?"
2: I got to cover the dirt.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Has to be covered. So, um th- that dirt will always be, especially in the summertime will just be emitting yeah, large it, amounts of humidity. It's alive. Yes. So, um she should be taking some poly and mm-hmm. n- not not cheap, it needs to be it needs to be fairly thick poly yep. and you need to put that down and you need to tape the edges. Uh so That serves for a bunch of purposes. One, now it's clean when you go in there. You can walk on top of it and not get dirty, but it it keeps the moisture below the poly. So it's like a very, it is a vapor barrier. Yes. And you need to put that down. Um, Some people will actually take that and they'll come up the sides and they'll have the guys come in and they'll use spray foam and spray foam the walls after that. So now the bottom, the basement, the dirt floor of the basement is polyed and then they'll the basement walls on the inside are insulated with uh spray foam yeah. and there, there you certainly have a, a contained system, a contained basement and you know, there's necessity to, you shouldn't be running necessity to run two dehumidifiers wouldn't be necessary no. at that point in time. Your air
2: conditioner should be able to handle it. And that's usually a clue. If you're running two dehumidifiers, there's a and problem. And
1: your central air. Yeah, they all the dehumidify. Yes. Exactly. That's a lot of moisture. Yes. So hopefully that helps answer your question. And, um, Speaking of that, we're probably going to have to go to break, so I'm going to give Christian a nod, and we'll talk to you right after. Thanks.
0: You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve.
3: love and marriage love and marriage go together like a horse and carriage this i tell you brother you wow can't have
0: one
1: frankie frank sinatra yes one of my favorites absolutely mine too yes. yeah that uh, that was from the office they threw <laughs> that one in
2: yeah I, yeah like peter said last week that's a little bit uh you know, that's five against one right off the bat. So they have five immediate votes. And, I know. Uh, it just doesn't seem right. No.
1: Uh, so here we are this morning, Saturday, beautiful day outside. Yeah. Uh, phone lines are open. So if you've got a burning question about heating, air conditioning, or plumbing, you can reach us at 519-643-2222 or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. 354 8255 And really, if you've got a question about transmissions, it's limited time only for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) Jamie Weisler here from St. Thomas himself is here to an expert in transmissions.
2: Thank you. Yeah.
1: So I'm just going to skip back to the filter thing one more time. All right. What do you do with your filters? Like when you change them out,
2: we have an environmental program that, um, they, they go on a, um, looks like a garden compost bin that you guys have here in London so that you put out at the curb, same idea, only it's black and a company comes by once every month and and takes them and environmentally disposes of them.
1: Because it's got oil in it.
2: Because it has oil in it, correct.
1: So, uh, people will ask us the same question, you know, people, uh, people were, they think that, you know, those washable filters are better because they're not, they're not hurting the environment with a disposable filter but, uh, because people don't understand that a disposable filter is biodegradable.
2: Right. Paper and cardboard.
1: Yes. So um, they are what they call, you know, they are landfill friendly. Yes. They're not recyclable. No. uh, So, but they do, uh, they do degrade in landfill situations. So um, just that's where our filters go. Um, We take them out and put them in the garbage. Um, Also, We're referring back. uh, Richard texted in, as he always does, just to keep us on the straight and narrow. (laughs) Thanks, Uh, Richard. Yes. Just to let me know that, like, all our service trucks, all the service trucks carry a variety of filters in them as well. And if they don't have the right filter for you, they can order exactly what you need, and uh, we can bring it out to you at that point in time. So Richard just wanted me to make sure I express that, to make sure that, you know, he understands. And... um, of course, Christian was talking to me through the glass just saying, uh, Steve, you know, your times are way off today. <laughs> so Peter's Peter would not be happy with me because I didn't hit one quarter time properly.
2: Well, Peter's not here. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Yes. So uh, John wrote in um, asking me, asking us, uh, do you recommend Nest thermostats? What, what, what do you think?
2: Well, I have a Nest thermostat and... Once I got used to it, which wasn't that long, I'm not a tech savvy guy that way. I don't really care for all the gizmos and stuff, but it, it does make my house, I don't know, easier to live in. I mean, it knows when I'm there and it adjusts my heat up, down, all around, whatever I've wanted it to. And it uh, just does it without me paying attention to it.
1: And so, um, I'm a Nest user as well, but knowing that, uh, do you use any of the other products that Nest has put out?
2: No, I do not. Okay. No, no, just stick with the thermostat itself.
1: Do you know that they have other products? Yes, I do. Okay, yes. so you know that they've got smoke and carbon monoxide detectors? Yes, yes. And you know that they've got uh, indoor cameras?
2: Yeah, not a fan of any indoor camera.
1: And you know they've got an outdoor camera too. That Security? Well, just at your front door, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So all those things are available through Nest and all that can... Happen on your on your phone. I was at a uh, with a customer one time who had a Nest. and We were offsite, and uh, he just showed me that someone was coming to his front door, and we were nowhere near his house. Oh, right, well, cool. It was kind of
2: interesting. Yeah. Will it work with a BlackBerry as well?
1: I don't. I don't know. It does. You'd have to go to your BlackBerry apps and see if there's a Nest app for BlackBerry, right? Okay. And if, if it is, yeah, you can download it, and it will
2: integrate, okay. right? All right. Because I still have a BlackBerry. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> I have Nest as well and I do recommend Nest. We but we we carry we have four that we use on an ongoing basis. Um, one is we use Nest, we use Ecobee which is a Canadian company. We use a lot of those. We use Honeywell and we use Lennox's Eye uh, iComfort. So the Lennox iComfort typically if if we're putting in a Lennox product sometimes we'll want to use their thermostat because it's more compatible. Well, it, it integrates better. Yeah. They wrote all the programs around it and all the algorithms, but otherwise sometimes we'll just really depending. Those are the the four we use the most.
2: And they all seem to work very well.
1: Yes. Now I've got Nest Protect. So that's the smoke and the carbon monoxide detectors in my house. So I've got those as well as the Nest thermostat. It all integrates on the same app. It's all in one thing on my phone.
2: So it works well together in, in your situation. In my
1: situation, yes. Actually, I was having some work done in the house, and I kept on getting these uh, reports from my smoke detector uh, because they were creating dust. And uh, I just called the house, and and um, it was Kyle who was working. I said, "Hey, Kyle, can you just can you just move my smoke detector? It, you know, it, it just untwist it and put it in a different room." And and sure enough, because it had been chirping at them, and
2: because of the dust. Yeah.
1: So I cleared it and uh, away they went. Yeah. yeah. But it's just kind of interesting where most smoke detectors won't let you know that that's happening to it. No. And, and then you don't know that now it's not going to function properly, because right?
2: Because it's not, yeah, because yours was dirty before you were able to clean that out. Yes.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, eh? Yes. yes. Technology. Yes, Te- yes technology.
2: <laughs> I still have a thermostat at home with a little mercury bubble in it. That. Oh, do you? Yes not user-friendly, can you dispose of those? Do you have facilities to dispose of those old thermostats?
1: Yes. Because that well, mercury is,
2: you know, that's a dangerous.
1: It is very dangerous, and that's, we do have, like we, we are a, uh, we collect those thermostats and we dispose of them in a friendly manner.
2: Okay, so someone could come up to your facility on White Oak Side Road there and drop off their old stuff? There.
1: Absolutely. So if if you were to... If you were to bring that in, we could dispose. Like, so Because when we're taking an old technology off the wall, mm-hmm. we collect that because it does not go in the garbage. No, That's
2: no. bad, bad.
1: That is very bad. does not go in the garbage. So that's important. Yeah, just don't just don't take an old thermostat. Like if you're changing your thermostat and you're a do-it-yourselfer, you just can't take that old thermostat off the wall and chuck it in the garbage because there's their mercury in there.
2: And they could bring it out for the 90th anniversary celebrations. The onsite. site
1: you know, thank you for bringing that up because I have not mentioned that yet. So that's September the ninth. Boy, look at you go. <laughs> you want my chair. I don't might you? get a job here. You after want all. my chair. <laughs> yes. On September 9th, Customer Appreciation Day, 90th, 90th anniversary. This is our 90th year in business this year. So we're having a celebration. There's uh we're having a car show. We're having um uh street curling. Uh there's That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff for the kids, stuff for adults. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be uh, – there's three major draw prizes, uh, which are all good. I think we're giving away a furnace air conditioner. We're giving away a tankless water heater. Uh, so there's some great draws.
2: And a chance to be on the radio.
1: Well, that's the best one, right? Yes. The, the best one is a live appearance with – all of us, because you're gonna we're, we're actually gonna do the show live right from our studio, not from the studio, but from the office. From the right office, there. yes. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, of course, Richards chimed in again. He says, "Eco B, Eco B, all the
2: way." So oh. he's an Eco B fan. Good, good.
1: But he has an S smoke detector.
2: Well, <laughs> but that's good if your technicians are pleased with a, a particular brand of oh, they're comfortable with it. Then that's that's a good. That's a good feeling about the the usefulness of the product. So
1: yeah, we have a we've got a fairly new uh, sales consultant and he was having some trouble setting up the eye comfort. So he just called me said Steve, where do I get this information? So I just I I walked him through the screens and yeah, good. We're we're very familiar with the product because when we go in afterwards after we put your new furnace or air conditioner in, then it's important that we spend some time to teach you how it works. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting the time. (laughs) I'm working on it, Christian. I just got to get to my closing remarks. Thanks, man. So, yeah, it's time, man. All right. Thank you for coming in today. No, no, thank you for having me. (laughs) So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London, St. Thomas, 519-681-2450 or Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or 1-866-EXPERTS. Always online at Roaring.com. You can listen to a podcast of the show at com and hit the inch-by-inch button on the homepage. But as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Thanks for
0: calling. for listening to inch by inch the ultimate home comfort show join us again next saturday morning at nine for a brand new episode or check out our show page for past episodes archived at am980.ca